This week's podcast is made possible by a generous donation from the Lewis C. Skinner Foundation. And this brings me to what I believe. I believe that life is a spiritual struggle. I believe in being gracious to others. I believe in the power of science fiction. I believe in singing badly. I believe that God lives in the space between people. I believe in so much more than freedom of speech. And I believe that it is time we all took a stand. This I believe. This time of year, we're all looking for little gifts to express love for our romantic partners. Some people are inspired to find unique trinkets, but many more of us will go with the old standby, roses and chocolates. When this, I believe, essayist Louise V. Gray thinks of love, a particular food comes to mind, but it doesn't come in a Whitman sampler. I believe love is like pickled pig feet. He was arrogant, stubborn, ambitious, opinionated, and absolutely irresistible because he adored me and loved me unconditionally. No strings attached, except a few threads like mandatory Sunday dinner at his mother's house where he would drop off dirty clothes and pick up his clean laundry. He was a writer who worked hard for $150 a week. He never whined or complained about money or that he was born with a painful disease called sickle cell. Yet his revolutionary spirit railed against the system that birthed bigots, poverty, and simple-minded religions. Yep, he was a handful, and I reveled in his passionate pursuits. While planning an autumn wedding, my sweetheart told me he expected me to be an obedient wife to observe a six o'clock curfew every day, and to make our home in his bachelor apartment decorated in red and white, his favorite colors. I gently protested, but my favorite color is yellow. Can't we use yellow as an accent, like some pretty pillows? His quiet voice bellowed a resounding no. So after some serious soul-searching, I told him, no, I will not marry you. Cancel the wedding. He was mad and sad. I was relieved and sad. We tried a few reunions, like one Thanksgiving when my sister cooked and he thanked her by refusing to help wash the dishes. Then there was a romantic weekend we spent full of oohs and ahs, but still ending with the inevitable epitaph. Nothing has changed. Finally, we went our separate ways. No Christmas cards, no birthdays, no phone calls. Seven years later, we had dinner and breakfast in bed and laughed at the foolishness of our younger mindsets. But that was it. He later married, and I moved on, resurrecting my filmmaking aspirations and dating occasionally. And yet, I never stopped loving him and using his love like a battery booster whenever I needed to rev up my courage or soothe my sagging spirit. His love was unquestionable, persistent, everlasting. He taught me to never settle for less than the light, that look in a man's eyes when he beholds me in both my peacock postures and in my most emotionally naked moments. My lover taught me that delight easily trumps any diamond-crusted bling. Recently, I googled my guy's name 
and found out he died over a year ago. Too late to send a sympathy card. Too late to ask him what he put in his scrambled eggs that tasted so good. Too late to thank him for loving me. Hey, I wonder if I sprinkled some red and white flowers in the Potomac River, if he would get the message that I don't regret what we tried to do in the name of love. Yes, love is like pickled pig feet. It tastes kind of strange, smells kind of funny, but when it tickles your tongue, the memory lasts forever. Louise V. Gray is a playwright and founder of the Chocolate City Library. She lives in Washington, D.C. Her essay was produced by John Gregory and Dan Getterman, and it appears in the book This I Believe on Love.